0: By fire and air, water and earth, we call ye forth to the place of power in the north. Black spirits and white, red spirits and gray, we summon these wine spirits and witches this day. Hello, and welcome to wine
1: spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica,
0: and this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening.
1: And guess what? It's not evening,
0: it's not, which means I gotta drink. Coffee. <laughs> and that's why
1: i have my caffeine um, It is early uh miss, miss early here wanted me to come early so it's not early it's like 11 30 yeah yeah it's that's early. not early Almost it's Almost early 12. for me but anyway drinking here i am a tiny
0: little soda for caffeine yeah, i did that gets you through your day no
1: okay no no I, this is the only one i'll have today though I've been really good in drinking a lot of water lately, so I'm proud of myself.
0: Proud of you. Yeah, yeah, it is a miracle. Oh, yeah. So As long Who as it has you? ice, what have you I'm done okay. With Monica,
1: ooh, she's somewhere else right now. Mm-hmm.
0: And we actually have Ricky joining us for the yeah. first time in a million years. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Well, pumpkin slut season has arrived. It sure everyone. has, and I see you have your actually i switched it up this is not pumpkin but the day day is young it's no no it's not seasonal for gingerbread this is the uh, shaken apple crisp oat milk espresso okay it's really good it's good i am enjoying it um but again the day is young it's not early but the day is young so i still have time to go get a pumpkin something or other Yeah.
1: yeah okay yeah i'm gonna go take my ass down there and get one too because I
0: do like them. Yeah, yeah, They're it's tasty in, indulge a little bit, you yeah, know. Treat Time yourself. For it. Treat yourself. Yeah, I like it. Well, today we're talking about creatures of the craft,
1: right? Mystical creatures mm-hmm, of
0: the craft. Mm-hmm. Um which do you there have are many. Any, would, do you have, yeah, I think this is going to be a part 1 because there really is a lot of a them. A lot of them. A lot, a, a
1: lot, lot of them. Yeah, so we chose certain ones between us and
0: Yeah. Did you choose any that you actually work with in your own practice though?
1: Um let's see fairies yes fairies yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah, for sure i chose gargoyles because i I do work with them
1: i love gargoyles i love them yeah i do love them
0: i do i love them the other two that i chose i do not work with but i do i do work with gargoyles so i thought that was cool um do we have any announcements anything i don't think so i think we can just... just just dive in we'll do
1: announcements later
0: Yeah, I don't even think I, well, I don't think we have announcements, do we? Yeah, we we? do. About our classes, sure. yeah, okay. Well, I guess you guys got to wait till the end for that. Yes, yes, indeed. Ricky's giving me this, look, we did just talk about this. I totally forgot.
1: Yeah, I didn't, though. Well, there we go. Yeah. It takes, it takes a coven. It does. It takes a team here, yes.
0: Go ahead, take us through what you got. Okay,
1: I am going to start with the Magical Mystical Unicorn. And uh, the word comes from the Latin unicornus, meaning having one horn. And it resembles a horse. I think everyone knows what a unicorn looks like with a single horn on its its forehead. It is the symbol of the sun and long life. Of the sun? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it originates from India, Africa, China, and also from Christianity. The apple tree is its home. And using apple blossom fragrance used in a meditation to help draw the unicorn out in the open. Um, also it is for it is for purity of heart and gentle loving innocence.
0: I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as like um apple trees go or being mm-hmm. like a, a- symbol of the sun i mean i would have thought rainbows maybe i'm a little too lisa frank <laughs> maybe i do know that they are mentioned actually in the bible in like one of the older versions of the bible right my cousin's mom bless this woman she is like a very wonderful sun-dried hippie you know what i mean she's an oddball and okay. so like she found um a bible at like a thrift store or something and she was Flipped through it and happened to find the page where it was mentioned. Wow. Yeah. And so she was thrilled and she took a picture of it. Cool. And like, yeah. She was really into that. We think that it might have meant rhinoceros. Yeah,
1: yeah, right? some people like uh yeah, they confuse it with rhinoceros, yeah. I
0: mean, I guess it could like reference a rhino. I'm a pervert. One one horn. Uh, Maybe yeah. Maybe unicorns aren't as rare as we think they are. Maybe. But I mean, then you what do you say they're supposed to be symbols of purity? Yes, Maybe and it not. says <laughs> encounters can
1: bring underlying uh things of purity and chastity and powers of sexuality.
0: That's yeah, cuz that makes so much sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um they're
0: also the official animal of scotland
1: yeah yeah and you know that's part of my um my crest my my cunningham crest is, is it a unicorns? Unicorn? yeah two unicorns it's she's
0: double horned
1: Ooh, two <laughs> um yeah <laughs> they hold the knowledge of alchemy and stimulates healing and can purify water through its presence just by its presence it purifies water Okay,
0: we need to dump, like, a truckload of these fuckers into the ocean. And, you know, take the them on your
1: camping trips when you can't find water to I drink.
0: I mean, who needs a fucking live straw when you have a unicorn? What, that's yeah. where live straws come from. There the really you go. There you go. See?
1: Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I have on the unicorn. What do you have?
0: I like that, actually. That's pretty cool. Isn't it cool? I wonder if any of you guys work with them magically like I'd love to know more about that relationship and how you do that um well we're gonna just dive in with gargoyles actually is what I want to start with um I adore them I I have one that I've had the statue since I was in middle school I can't believe that it's just lasted and come with me wow this long you. you know like I think that's really cool um it recently got moved. It was by my front door.
1: I remember that.
0: Mm-hmm, but um, the baby found it and started trying to attack it. Uh oh. Because toddlers are actually evil spirits. In case anyone wanted to know, they're part of um, the mystical realm too. Yes, okay. they are. So now he lives by my back door, actually, and protects okay. back there, which is fine, you know, because we got people that live back there and stuff like that, so that needs protection as well. Yes. Um. So gargoyles are French, and they the name gargoyle comes from the French word for throat, which I'm not even going to try and pronounce. Um, You can if you you feel like it.
1: Uh, No. Well. La gargoyle
0: via. Into the mic one more time. La
1: gargoyle via.
0: I know that we have a couple listeners that live in France. So, <laughs> so um, please correct us. Yes, Please. I would love that. Well, one time, a long time ago, when we had our debate on Athame versus Athami, um, one of our French listeners, I think his name is Luca, actually sent me a voice message on how it's said and stuff like that. So that was really cool. So if you're listening, please let me let me know how to say that. Yeah. Um, But so they they started as like architecture. And so you Uh would see them all over these buildings. They um, really started getting tied into lore because they started being put on cathedrals and churches and stuff like that. And they were actually a drainage system. Ah, Yeah, and that's why you usually see them, like, their mouth is open. And it's because to be a true gargoyle, there needs to be an opening for the water to come in and then a spout for the water to go out. It was a drainage system to help protect buildings from the wear and tear of water.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Now, there's another thing that's called a grotesque, which often gets confused with gargoyles, but those are actually Roman and I believe that they're older than gargoyles because the grotesques were actually discovered in, I think, the late 1500s. Wow. But they had been like dug up, they had been buried, and then they began to be imitated. But I think grotesques were more just in art. You see a lot of them in pictures and like sculptures that are more laid into the facade of buildings and stuff versus gargoyles, which are mounted on buildings and are the watchers. Right. So they started getting tied in with a lot of the pagan stuff because we started seeing them pop up on cathedrals and churches, which in today's day and age sounds kind of confusing. But back then it was very common to see pagan um symbolism tied into churches just like there was a really big thing um i think it was in the 80s when that band in norway started burning down churches what band was that again mayhem Mayhem. when they started burning down all the churches one of the reasons why like so many people were so sad about it was the churches that they were burning down were really old and actually had like these poles that were almost like totem poles kind of in there with like carvings of odin and shit Hmm. Yeah, so like those were like all... So it was very common to kind of see things like that in churches. Anyway, so they started being seen as not just protecting the building from um, brain, but also protecting the churches and cathedrals from the evil spirits that might try and attack it and so it all kind of came together and it's the word uh, like i said it originates from the word um throat in french and part of it is because people think it's the sound that they make when they're like releasing mm-hmm. the water that's almost like a gargle it's a very throaty sound well, yeah. which oh, makes sense gargle Gar- Gargoyle and gargoyle. Yeah, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. But there is another story about them and how they might have been seen as protector spirits. And it's because St. Romanus, I think is how you would say his name, um, actually slayed a dragon. And when he went, he saved this town from this d- dragon, which um, his name was also the French word for throat. So we're just going to call him Le Gargoyle because, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm not even going to try and butcher oh, that yeah. word. Um, They tried to burn the dragon's body afterwards... To destroy it after St. Romanus had killed it... But since dragons can breathe fire they weren't able to burn its neck up to its head huh. and so instead they mounted it onto a church and a cathedral to protect it and so he was kind of the first gargoyle Wow! Very and so cool. that's where it came from so you can get statues of gargoyles because now we have adopted them as creatures and spirits that we can work with in the craft um, as protectors as protectors yes. people think that they come awake at night and stuff like that and do their thing there's actually a
1: really cool cartoon yeah, in the yeah. 90s I was just going to say that as well yes i think that was like my first
0: introduction oh yeah yeah gargoyles i loved that cartoon um but yeah you can get them you can put them like on the corners of your house there's little statues that you can kind of put around and all you got to do is give it a name and tell it that it needs to protect you and what i always do is tell it that it can eat any negativity any evil and any ill intent that might be trying to come to my house like Mm. that is what it gets to fill itself up on
1: And, you know, now is the season, since we're going into Halloween, that they are plentiful in many stores. at
0: dollar stores. Yeah, so that's crazy. So go grab
1: a gargoyle as your guardian and protector of the house. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. So what you got next? I have the griffin, which is a lion's body. It's either winged or wingless on a bird's head, usually an eagle. And it represents power and wisdom. And it comes from... Ancient Greece, that's where it originates from, and the Middle East. Um, It also symbolizes heaven and earth, spirit and matter, good and evil, guardian and avenger. Often avenger of the fairies and elves, guarding their realm. Um, They also protect and guard gold. Um, they They work with storms. And to encounter one is to encounter great magic and power. He has a sense of hearing, a really keen sense of hearing. He's faster than lightning. Generally, within three days after an encounter, if it was a true encounter, there will be a thunderstorm or a lightning storm and also you can possibly find a feather because he is the keeper of feathers and as you know when we go feather hunting when i don't find my feathers i scream at the griffin because he's not providing me with a feather i didn't
0: know you were screaming at the griffin i thought you were just screaming into the into the no, sky I was void scr-
1: <laughs> screaming at the griffin where is my feathers come on come on bless maybe me with one maybe
0: you need to leave an offering to like a griffin before right, you go right. feather hunting yeah
1: that's a good idea yeah gold they like gold.
0: Oh, I mean, mm. who fucking doesn't? Wow. Yeah. I found two raven brothers within 24 hours of each other nice. last week. So Very I guess nice. the the goth ra- the goth griffin was uh, a smiling on me. Okay, yeah. that's
1: awesome. Good for you. What do you Is got? there
0: a difference between a griffin and a hippogriff? What's the difference? There is a
1: difference.
0: What is the difference? Mm. Can you google it? Why I, I just need to know because, you know, I grew up on Harry Potter. I read the books oh, okay. as a kid. Okay. And then we have the amazing movie series that came out, the Fantastic yes. Beasts. I think it's so good. I love it. Um, but there's a lot of mythical creatures that are tied into both of those series yes. that um, actually really do have good roots in like the actual mythology of these creatures, which yes. I, I know none of us love JK Rowling, I know she's canceled, she's a bitch. Um, but you can hate the artist and still love the art, you know? That's how I can still listen to the Smiths and stomach that and Misfits. So, you know, uh got to give credit where credits due, I guess.
1: Griffin is a mythical animal that is part lion and part eagle, and the hippogriff is uh part eagle and part horse. Oh. Oh,
0: okay. There we go. Okay. Well, since we're talking about Harry Potter and creatures that show up in the series, let's talk about the basilisk, because that's who else I have. Um, the basilisk, it's really interesting. So it's, when you hear basilisk, a lot of people think of Harry Potter, because that's where so many people first saw it, and it's just this giant, like, murderous, like, serial killer snake, right? That's what everyone kind of thinks of. Mm, yes. But it's actually... A lizard, right? Ish. 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 So um, it comes from Roman or Greek mythology, depending on who you ask. We'll say where it came from. It probably came from Greece. I feel like they did everything
1: first. Yeah, I think so too.
0: Yeah. So it's the basilisk is called the serpent king or the king of the serpents, but it's hatched from the egg of a chicken that is incubated by a toad.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah. So like a toad, and depending on where you read, there's like variations of it where it's like either or... Or the or a frog or toad sits on it to hatch it, and that's how you get a basilisk. Now there's another thing which I did not write down its name, which is very similar. And so when you look up a basilisk, this other creature will come up in the lore as well very often. but that one it is when a chicken sits on a frog egg egg to get it and that's kind of the difference and i've also seen where it has to very specifically for a basilisk be a rooster egg like the egg that has a rooster inside which i don't know if you can how you can predict that because you can with alligators Like, because they, the sex changes of the egg depending on the heat of incubation. Mm -hmm. So if you needed more female or male, if you were, like, doing this, like, breeding them in captivity, you can adjust your incubator to create whatever gender you need, which is really fascinating. It is. Uh, So these guys are kind of like a a griffin and a hippogriff in the sense that they're kind of like a mashup of animals. So they are, they have a rooster head, a lizard body. And, like, it says the tail of a serpent, but, I mean, like, it's got, like, a lizard tail. So, it's got this, like, reptile-esque body and then eight chicken legs. Oof. And a lot of things, it's, like, there is a lot of mythology with it, but, uh, like, some people will say that, like, it was real and that it's just extinct now. Mm. Um, and it's probably because, I mean, it's got eight chicken legs and a lizard body. Like, that's good eating. You know? You could you could feed a whole family on that. Damn, yeah. <laughs>
1: right? Go find one. <laughs> but there
0: is an actual animal, like, an actual real-life lizard that is called a basilisk. So, is like, oh, yeah. yes, yes, there is. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. So, when you were saying that, I just kind of laughed. And they're cool-looking because they kind of look like iguanas. But more dinosaur-esque. Like, they they look really cool. Um, And those ones are not venomous. This guy is venomous as shit. So, first of all, um, its gaze can petrify you. Like, if you look in its eyes, like, you will become petrified. Very similar to what we saw in Harry Potter. Um, And so, what a lot of people were doing is they were, like, they would carry mirrors with them because it was thought like you could make it look in the mirror and it would petrify itself instead. Smart. Yeah, the other thing was that the crow of a rooster was supposed to like disable it in some way. So none of these things actually killed it, but it like disabled it. So a lot of travelers through um, Greece and Rome actually started carrying roosters with them on their travels because they were... They needed protection from a basilisk. Wow. Right. Um, The other thing is that um, the odor of a weasel could kill it.
1: Of all things. Of all things, a
0: weasel. And I think it's because we see so much of the lore around the mongoose killing the cobra and stuff like that. And so they think that there is a tie there, how that was seen into mythology between the snake and the mongoose, that we now have the basilisk and the weasel. Um, But whenever this would happen, the weasel would also die. Mm. and it's because um, aside from its gaze the basilisk also is insanely venomous and so it was thought like in my head I see it almost like a a trail of like snail slime you mm. know because it's just like it would leave venom in its wake wherever it went and so basilisks were believed to live under the ground and so people would like shove weasels into these holes to go and like try and kill the basilisks but they thought that the weasels were also getting poisoned by just the venomous ground mm. which also makes me wonder if basilisks were like blamed for like bad crops or anything Probably. like oh my crops didn't do well because there's a basilisk in my farm yeah. you know never know maybe um but there's a lot of like things about like them them being really hard to kill as far as like warriors and stuff going out to kill them. because there is a story where this guy stabbed one with a spear and that the basilisk was so venomous that the venom traveled up the spear and killed not just the guy but the horse the dude was on oh so fuck you and the horse rode in on like i wonder if that's where that came from (laughs) you know (laughs) But, like, trying to tie that in with, like, a a magical thing, I can see how these are, like, a dragon's really angry cousin. Yeah. Almost. Oh, and they were thought, in in some beliefs, like, people thought that they could breathe fire. And there are some, like, depictions of them with wings. So, like, they could be tied in with dragons. Uh, I feel like... if. I mean, if you work with, like, darker and more intense spirits and magic, like, a basilisk might actually be an ally for you to maybe try and work with. I feel like they would be insanely protective if you could work it that way. Mm. Or really good for baneful magic. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly like birds in general, so I'll probably just stay away from all that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like birds of prey, and I like birds at a distance.
0: Yeah, I like birds, but I actually don't feel like I have any, like, in my spirit
1: spiritual yeah. practice i, I mean i much? do like birds of prey though
0: yeah you know i like, I like ravens yeah, yeah. but like I, I that's such a basic witch thing to say yeah you know so but yeah so if any of you guys want to work with a basilisk i mean i what would you what would you give them as an offering do you think food what kind Flash? human flesh human yeah. flesh okay <laughs> yeah Okay, I mean, yeah, I, I guess that would work. Yeah, we're well, right? not going to uh-huh. be
1: killing any humans to kill to feed that you fucking mean. thing. No. Yeah, you
0: wouldn't. No. She's so full of shit. Yeah, she would. Yeah, she would. No, I Don't would. believe no. her. No. Um, I mean, I guess raw meat, just raw meat? in general. No. Well, yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. You could leave them work. like raw meat. I think that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. I keep wanting to say something about chickens, but I feel like that's yeah. um, a little cannibalistic for them. I think so. Yeah, they think might be into it. Chickens are cannibals. That's true. So That is true. All right, what you got?
1: I got the gnomes. The gnomes. That's uh, Shauna's favorite. My favorite. favorite.
0: Shauna's favorite. I'm warming up to them. They have. And it's because when Felix was a little bit younger, he looked like a gnome. Yeah. Yeah. So so I've I've grown to kind of like them. I don't think they've grown to like me. Uh,
1: Well, you know, it's funny because my very first teacher in New Jersey, Bobby John, She would tell us the story that she was called, she called herself the Catholic witch. She would go to church on Sunday and then come back and talk to the the gnomes in her yard. Oh, that's kind of cute. Interesting, yeah. But anyway, they represent good luck, protection, nature, fertility, playfulness. They are the protectors of the earth um, and they they, uh, represent stability and grounding, agriculture, and um, they they hail from the Germany's uh, Black Forest. And they don't live they do something for
0: wealth too? Because oh. wealth for like abundance, right? Wealth, yes.
1: Well, I think that's more Leprechaun.
0: Well, because I remember Vinny telling us that if you leave a like a saucer of cream and and honey, that's for the fairies. That, well, he says something about gnomes too. There's something, oh, really? there, but yeah, or you leave maybe it's just cream, but you do something like that for gnomes and they'll bring you money. Oh. Let's, yeah.
1: let's put some honey and milk out then, for sure. Not
0: right now, because you'll just attract bugs. Right, you'll exactly. you'll get Wait an abundance of, of insects.
1: Of <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. They do live underground, and they insist us in trying and working with uh, the Earth's magic. Because that's where, you know, they're definitely well, they're Earth. Earth elementals. They're Earth, yeah. yes. So, gnomes. I know Sean is not, I always loved little gnomes. So
0: I have two gnomes now. That Courtney gave me. And huh. one has like a little pineapple for a hat. So, like, Sweet. that's cool. And then the other one's smoking a cigar and giving you the finger.
1: Oh, so, I like that you know, one too. Yeah, right? Yeah. I like those guys. Yeah. That's all I have on the gnomes. They're cool. How many people have seen gnomes? Tell us right in. I mean, Let you us guys know. have
0: all heard my story about gnomes. I might actually share it at the campfire. Okay. It's not quite a ghost story, but it's it's kind of It's supernatural. It's scary. Yeah. yeah the I dark think so. side of gnomes. I've shared it on the show before. Uh, I think like at the beginning when we first started this podcast. But um
1: there's a funny meme um on Instagram I've seen it a couple times where it's it's like, "Oh, European cryptids are like gnomes." I'm like, "Hey, cheers." You know. Yeah, so right. Yeah,
0: I mean it kind of shows shows the difference there. No, I'm pretty sure. Well, the basilisk is a a cryptid from Europe, so but that's like old, old. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder how old like gnome lore goes back. I think it goes back
1: really long far. time, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I have one more for you guys. Okay, go uh, ahead. Go and we you. are so what I originally tried to do was go and find a magical creature from. Both of like where I hail from. So we did Basilisk to cover Italy because like part of their origin is in Rome. Okay. So now we're going to Hawaii. All right. And we're going to talk about Manahoonis. Surf, I think that's more like California surfers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more just a hang loose, make rice, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. So. Manahuni, the first time that I ever heard about a Manahuni when I was a little kid um if something like went missing my grandmother would be like oh the Manahuni got it like that's what she would say and like they would call me the little Manahuni which is hilarious now because I'm so fucking short <laughs> and Manahunis <laughs> All up. it does cuz Manahunis are only like 2 feet tall wow yeah so they're kind of like the equivalent to like a Hawaiian fairy okay. or like a Hawaiian leprechaun okay. kind of thing like is is how they were described to me as a little kid but upon further research it's actually interesting because they might actually have been a real person Ooh, like a real type yes. of people like there is now a belief out there that it's a strong possibility that they were like the original settlers of the island wow Of the islands and um, that as like the Tahitians and the Polynesians went and settled there they got pushed back into the mountains further and further Mm -hmm. Uh, and this this theory is kind of backed up because now like there's actually a census from I think 1820 that has an on record of 65 manahuni wow. living on Kauai damn right like how crazy is that and there is a belief now that they're on one of the smaller islands that like is less inhabited and traveled i think Necker Island is what I read um so they still might be there so that's kind of like a belief that they're not actually like this this mythical creature but actually an actual indigenous person wow um so that's really fascinating that is they're for the most part they're very good spirited uh as far as like their lore goes you know they're very good spirited they're very nice um they're not super social. They're actually nocturnal, and it's to avoid people and humans and stuff like that. And they're kind of revered for their craftsmen and their engineering skills. So they're builders, oh. and oh. so like there's like certain like fish ponds and like uh, like aqueducts almost, and even like temples that you can find on the islands that they think that the Manihuni built. Nice. And they also did like there's a couple like really beautiful statues that they've built and stuff like that. Hmm. So they um. It's thought that they'll assist you in your projects if they approve of what you're doing. Mm. And if they don't approve of it, like you'll get equipment malfunctions and something will always go wrong. So you can never keep building things. And it's because the Manahuni are interfering with it. Love that yeah right I thought it was kind of cool and it's kind of thought that they haunt places and part of it is because like the, if the Manahuni live in your house it's actually like really good luck and if you see one like it is just like a even sign and just luck. like yeah even better luck and the way that I've always kind of seen it it's almost like they just stand really still when you're around and then they try and like skirt out of the way so people will catch them out of the corner of their eye and so there's like a whole thing on people that think that they've seen them and they have like their own reports and stuff which is really cool.
1: That is cool.
0: Um and they actually have little arrows with them oh. that if they pierce your heart with them which sounds kind of scary, but it's like they they shoot angry people, right? Okay. And if their arrow kind of connects to your heart, it changes your it changes that energy of anger to love and into like calm and peace. Like Cupid Kinda. he was more love
1: okay yeah well. these
0: guys aren't like love like i love you it's more but, just like but they changed it to love it's the, they change it to the aloha spirit basically okay. you know that's kind of how i see it um so they're pretty cool like that uh if you want to give them an offering because a well-timed and well-intended offering is all the things you can give them cookies and other sweets so they do yes. they do like those um And the other thing that's actually really cute, if any of you guys have been to Hawaii, you know that there's always something under construction, like always. And so there will be like the official like signs that'll say like men at work and stuff like that. And there's little drawings of Manahunis on there. So I kind of honor that. Yeah, they're like the most popular mythical creature slash cryptid from the islands that is kind of more heard of. So I thought they were pretty cool. And they're definitely like nature spirits. And I thought that giving them offerings and asking them to protect protect the land right was is a really wonderful thing to do especially right now everything that just happened in maui like yes leaving
1: some
0: leaving some offerings and asking the manahuni for help is actually a really wonderful idea to help rebuild um if you want to help rebuild ricky who did you say had some really good
1: kelly
0: slater kelly slater posted on instagram i'm assuming okay yeah kelly slater's post on instagram a lot of really good um resources for places that you can donate to try and help the efforts yeah that actually give the money to the family so it actually goes to the people that really need it instead of just lining the pockets of big organizations so if you guys want to donate if you guys want to do something send some love to the manahoonies and send some kinnie over to one of those uh charities so that's who i got i got manahoonies i like
1: that one that was very interesting they're cute huh yeah i like them
0: Oh, They're so cute. They're cute. You're too tall. You're like two manahunis stacked together. Yeah,
1: yeah. Two. Yeah. Ma- I'm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. No. Okay. <laughs> I have the satyr. Mm. Ooh. No. Wow. Part man, part beast, resembles goats or horses, half and half. They are drunk and highly sexual spirits who chased after women and drank wine, seducing nymphs and mortal women as well they f- they're found in greek and roman mythology they live in the woods um and sometimes they they are depicted carrying a clubber or an axe um they are associated with pan yeah I was gonna say, like pan. he's a satyr yeah and he's the chief the chief of the satyrs mm-hmm. right and um he, they also are followers of dionysus because you know he likes the wine, the wine you know what yeah. i'm saying so, and they're very skilled in music just like pan you know plays his pan pipes lords the women in and then yes fucking musicians let me you tell you. you're a typical musician right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so true um and you know they are very skilled in music so yeah stay away from those satyrs i remember oh my god years ago at a monica doesn't stay away from the satyrs <laughs> yeah, yeah i'll invite them in um we had a Halloween party and someone actually came dressed as a satyr. oh that's awesome you know, they uh, Vinny that's was there. really Vinny cool was there. it was really cool they had a, a fake appendage penile out of their costume it was so great rated R, uh, yeah you yeah, yeah. should, you should <laughs>
0: see like the, the, the hand, f- motions. The hand <laughs> motions that are going on <laughs> <laughs> under yeah yeah. yeah yeah
1: so they but they look really cool That's really really cool. cool. There's really cool, like, shoes
0: now that are, like, made, like, high heels, basically, but to look like goat hooves and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, they're really cool looking. Interesting. I think that's awesome. I do. Well, satyrs and, yeah, their time of year is, like, Beltane. Mm-hmm. you know oh, yeah, yeah. anytime that you need to get a little freaky deaky i yeah, feel like go to the all woods and, um, musicians and frat boys are descended from them yeah mm-hmm. i think so too yeah. yeah you would think that there should be like some symbolism in frat houses to satyrs right? i mean maybe okay. there is i don't think i actually know a frat boy to ask that question any you guys know any frat boys can you ask that do any of them know what satyrs are can we start instilling that that there's like a little like connection yeah there. we need to make this happen yes I have oh. one more. Lay it on me.
1: You know, this one is like everybody has heard of fairies, right? The beloved fairies, right? Uh, You're the only
0: one that I know that calls them beloved. Usually, when I hear people, fairies don't fuck with them.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? So they are mischievous. Some of them are very mischievous, but there's so many different kind of fairies. There's flower fairies. There's trooping fairies. There's so many different kind of fairies, and they're and they're also known as fae, the mm-hmm. fae. Um, they insist, they assist people in helping with their crops and they, they teach the lunar and solar cycles of planting to people. Um, and you know, there's a myth about them in all the countries all over the world. They have their own little fairy story. Everybody has a fairy in their country. You know, it's, it's amazing. So that leads me to believe that there's gotta be something to it, Right. Because everybody has a myth or a story about it.
0: I mean, you know what? I think when it comes to mythical creatures, I think it's really similar to cryptids and aliens. Like, I really do believe that that they're a thing. Maybe not all of them, and maybe not in the respect that, like, you know, the fame that they have grown to have. But I feel like it's there. Like, why wouldn't it be? You know, like, like
1: Bigfoot. Like, I think Bigfoot's real. Oh yeah, totally. He's t- yeah, totally real. Do you think Bigfoot's real? Come on, I Ricky. Can't, I can't deny that he's not. Okay, there you go. Because we're going to see him one day. You know that, right? I had a
0: whole fucking plan when we went to Washington that I was going to have Ricky and Jordan in on to help Monica think that she had a Bigfoot encounter. And Jordan wouldn't do it because he's too fucking nice and he thought it was mean. Yeah, and he liked
1: me, so he wouldn't do that to me.
0: <laughs> well, you know what?
1: I'm not to yeah, make... Yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, I known. Way. I known. you see i would have known i would have known i would have known um yeah so anyway um
0: you know what okay hold on sorry okay Because while we're still because Monica's with her her penis uh <sighs> hand motions here and everything i was going back to fucking bigfoot when we drove back from washington first of all she's an amazing uh road trip buddy because she is quiet as shit and never asked to pee yeah and good. so like i good for, didn't buddy. even know that she was awake <laughs> and um i finally she's like can i listen to my podcast after because she'd been listening to like true crime podcast for i don't know how long and i was like yeah sure so we put on her bigfoot chronicles sasquatch what is
1: sas sasquatch chronicles great go. show great shout
0: show yeah shout out shout to sasquatch out to yes, chronicles absolutely. um And I would never heard it before. And of course, like the fucking episode that we listened to, it's like basically people call in and talk about About their
1: encounters. Yes.
0: And the whole like seven minutes that I tried to give this, it was just this guy talking about Sasquatch's nostrils and his dick.
1: Yeah. Well, they describe them on the show.
0: Yeah, it's, like, really, like, I feel like this, that, like, there's, like, a whole thing out there, of as like, if,
1: as if Sasquatch is, like, teabagging people.
0: But, like, like, it's, like, there's, like, a whole thing, like, it's, like, and I'm not king shaming you do you guys, whatever you guys want to fucking do, as long as it's legal and consensual, whatever, but, um, there's, like, a whole thing out there, just
1: people, like, obsessed with Sasquatch dick. Ah, uh, you know what, it's though? Like whole thing.
0: Uh, there's a company that makes, like, fantasy dildos. Is there a
1: Sasquatch one? No, but they should. They should. What is this company called? Bad
0: Dragon. Bad Dragon? All right, hey, Bad Dragon, we need a Sasquatch dick, and when you do, we get 10%.
1: Yeah, and we get one, too. <laughs> Send us one. Thank you. Yeah. We need one, for sure, okay? She needs it for science. Science purposes only. For sword fights. For, for research. <laughs> research purposes, okay? Yeah. But you know what? On that show, Sasquatch Chronicles, people do call in and talk about giants and little people that they've seen. It's not, you know, sometimes there'll be stories about that. I've
0: actually gotten more into cryptids lately. Like it started to pique my interest more and more. Yeah. So um I might give Sasquatch Chronicles another try. Give it another try because yeah. they
1: have a lot of good stories about the skinwalkers and all that stuff. Yeah, she talked it up and then when we heard that episode we we're it was like, just Sasquatch deck like, uh, Monica, like this is so she's like, Yeah, that was a bad episode.
0: Yeah, like, this no, like no disrespect to them. That that portion of that episode was just like what the fuck am I listening to? I mean in hindsight it was really funny, but I was yeah. just expecting something a little like scary or intense.
1: Well, there are episodes like that. I mean I have a few of my favorite that like that would knock your socks off kind I of. I think we're yeah.
0: gonna have to just do just I know we've talked yeah. about Bigfoot before, but I think we're gonna have to do a whole other one after Bad Dragon sends us our uh, Sasquatch dildos. Yes, can we all write them and tell them that Monica needs a Sasquatch dildo? <laughs> Help me make this happen. <laughs> it's her My birthday birthday's in November. Up. Come we need on, to yeah, make this happen. I Come on.
1: <laughs> okay, fairies, go ahead. Okay, so um as the natural world became concrete and more and more tame, humans stopped listening to the fairies, but animals and young children are still in tune to that because they're not corrupted by our society yet and they are so open and they're the ones that you see talking to them. Yes, talking to little fairies. I mean, I always remember uh, my babies and I used to say they speak fluent fairy because they would do this little chattering thing and I don't know who they were talking to. Anyway, um,
0: I feel like I would freak out cuz I know at some point Felix will probably have an imaginary friend. He was talking in the closet you're like, talking to? Oh, that's what to? it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah, talking to yeah. something in the closet and I'm not like, "Oh, cute, it's berries. I'm like, "Oh, fuck no, it's a ghost. Get the camper. Get the fucking holy water. Absolutely was not." But who was in uh
1: who was in that robe? Okay. Um so of the some of the signs of uh, fairy encounters is quick movements out the side of your eye just like the ones in Hawaii. A flickering of lights.
0: I've seen that. I've seen like um, this little sparkle like float across a room
1: before. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Strong fragrance of trees or flowers as you're walking by. That's them greeting you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Music or singing coming from unidentified places. That's what I get all the time. I told you I hear music at night, remember I tell you?
0: Oh yeah, you have. Well, yeah, oh, you also had too much of a gummy and thought <laughs> that the light on your TV became no, a no. spaceship. So
1: <laughs> No, but this happened even before the gummies were invented, okay? No, yeah,
0: you have talked about that before.
1: Things disappearing mm-hmm. and reappearing because yes. they're mischievous. Um unexplained loss of time.
0: I yeah, I have had
1: that okay. happen.
0: I've definitely it's not like, oh wow, that passed by really fast, like you lose
1: time. It is mind-boggling and slightly unsettling. Yes, yes. And some of the places where you can see some fairies are where streams divide, intersections of roads, beaches and seashores, fences and border hedges, islands, thresholds, bends in the road, stairwells and basements, tidal pools, and glades in the woods. Um, leave an area in your yard like unkept. They like wild. They like to be in the wild spaces of your yeah. yard. You know, they don't like it where it's groomed. They like They're not like, fans of horticulture. Yeah. That's where they gather. And they also gather when children are playing and where there's lots of song and music going on. They love that. Um, that's kind of cool. And they range, believe it or not, from very small to bit very big. Okay, so... um I was
0: really hoping you were going to have something perverted going on with the fairies, <laughs> but you just skimmed no, right over that. They're not your type, huh? But you know, I had... You're into 20-year-olds on in Sasquatch. <laughs> if you guys listen to... If you're on Patreon, then you guys got that blooper um, of Monica talking about her adventures on her Instagram DM. crazy, yeah, crazy. So that, crazy, that crazy. joke will make a lot more sense to you guys.
1: Yeah, I've I had an encounter, and I told you about that years ago yes you know yes, and you know. i had actually two encounters because there was someone in my coven years ago who was very connected to the fairies and the first one was we were in ritual and and we heard this giggle and only him and i heard it and i was like did you hear that And he said yes did you hear the giggle and no one else heard it oh wow so that was like two people and then the other one that i saw remember at my daughter's house um i was blown away i was blown away and i was so excited because. I had to get there at some ungodly hour of the morning, like 5 o'clock in the morning, because I had to go to work, and the baby was still asleep in her crib, and I would just lay on the couch and just like, kind of doze and wait till she wake, wakes up. But as I was laying there one day, and the sun was rising, it cast a shadow on the wall of this unkept little area of plants and flowers in front, and then all of a sudden things start to come alive, and I was blown away. I see the little wings fluttering, and I saw it was... Amazing. And I just laid there for like an hour until this the sun shifted and it was no longer. But I was so excited that I actually got a glimpse into That's the really fairy cool. realm. It was really amazing. It was and I kid you not. It was it was I watched it and it, it was awesome. And I, that first person I called was him and I said, Guess what? I just had an like a a, a visual or whatever you wanted to call it. But fairies are like all over. People love fairies. Uh, there's all beautiful pictures of fairies. I have one big one in my my bedroom as well. But I like fairies. Do you like fairies? Got a big one. I got a big one in my She's room, got a guys. Big one. Can you show us how big six inches is? Six inches. I'm getting better. That's a little <laughs> realistic, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting better at. It. Yeah, you're getting better at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better at that, yeah. <laughs> she started up here though. Yeah, she yeah.
0: had to shrink it. Um, I. I I've seen like little like sparkles of light and yes, stuff like that. I've definitely been in areas that I know that there was a lot of fairies at. That so yeah, that's what it is exactly, Ricky. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember there was a ritual that we were at. There was a public ritual at Green Man, and there's a bunch of people there, and you were sitting down for it, and so was Sherry. This was, I think, when her ankle had broken, right? And um. Afterwards, you guys each came up to me and were like, "You had a naked fairy on you during that working." Yes, yeah, yeah. I
1: was that completely was oblivious,
0: se- sexually harassed by a fairy and had no idea. I don't remember what the ritual was for. I wish I could remember what that ritual was for to know no if it clue. made sense. But
1: yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. I remember that because I remember glancing over and seeing that. It was like, what?
0: That's pretty cool. It is very cool. Yeah, that was really cool.
1: But they do move things because that's because they're be- assholes. Yeah, that's going to be part of our um part of the story I will be telling in our art our- Class this week, or a gathering for
0: on Saturday, ghost stories around the campfire. So if any of you guys are in LA and you want to make it down, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a bonfire. We're going to tell ghost stories and just stories of just supernatural encounters that we've had. Ricky will be there, and he's actually going to talk about some of his ghost stories because he's uh-huh. actually yeah he doesn't know that yet, but oh, wow. <laughs> there we go. He knows now. Well, bring bring some uh, spirits to drink if you like. We will have hot chocolate and we will have marshmallows it's gonna be so much fun maybe Um, maybe Maybe. do you guys want to drink bailey's with old greg Please not out comment. of a shoe. Drink with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so come check it out. It's going to be at Green Man. You can sign up at thegreenmanstore.com. I'm super excited for it. We did this once many, many moons ago, pre COVID, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and it was also really educational because so many different people came and had different experiences. Yes, so to we're share. yeah. Absolutely. So I learned it. a lot. I heard of the show, which is kind of funny. You're
1: thinking of the tea party? Yeah, when oh, yeah, we you you're did you're the tea the, party. I know, I know that was the most bizarre thing that was fun, it was a lot you know, of fun no it was fun but when i asked the audience who who here listens to the show no one raised their hands i was like what was the spencer, hell spencer spencer and emily that was <laughs> it that was yeah, it and that was Eddie. yeah
0: and, that was crazy. And Eddie, yeah. That was so crazy. Who yeah. we actually, I actually saw him walking down the street. I didn't realize so. I was already closing my door. I was like, "Oh, it's him," because he lives around here. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so yeah, occasionally we see him when when we're walking the dogs and the and our tiny creature. You know.
1: Yeah, but so come on by and join us. Yes, we're gonna have some fun.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. So come join us September
1: 9th. We hope to see you there. Yeah, and I'm also starting a Wicca one class on the following day. On Are you
0: going to do a graduation ritual for them? Uh, yes. And
1: I always do a ritual at the end of the course I, because we put together a ritual. That's that's the accumulation of the class. Yes. Yeah.
0: So come check it out. It's definitely going to be a out. lot of fun. Yes. And I am i don't have a date yet, but I'm putting together a haunted object seance. Nice. So that's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of interesting Haunted dolls. There's gonna be a set of haunted table legs. Ooh, that's a whole thing. Like, who knows? Maybe they'll come to life and kick you. Who knows?
1: We'll find out. I'll kick it right. We'll find. We'll find out. Uh, Who is your shout out to? I'm gonna just shout out to uh, all the patreons out there today that are supporting us and all the people that listen to the show thank you very much that's my shout out today
0: yes thank you guys thank you for all of our patreon folks um, we have more things coming your way we hope that you guys are enjoying all the extra content if any of you guys want to join you can go to I believe it's patreon.com wine spirits and witches you'll find us you can sign up um, I we are currently working on a new add on that we will be putting on for all of the patreon tiers which will be discounts to all of our classes mm-hmm. so we will keep you posted on that um and my shout out oh by the way i just posted it on patreon if you guys haven't listened to it yet um i talk about my me and ricky talk about our experience okay. ricky and i talk about our experience at the zach baggins haunted museum okay. so that was a really fun episode to record actually i enjoyed that yeah, that was fun. yeah it was fun um my shout out is to Maud. Maud Lavender she is super cool she listens to our show okay. um, she and I follow each other on Instagram I think it's moth fairy the moth fairy okay uh, on instagram is her handle you guys should go check her out because she does like a lot of different like really whimsical cool like fashion stuff Mm. i love that she's mounted fairy wings on her wall so that when she stands there it looks like she has wings like it's really she's very creative very whimsical so hi um shout out to you thank you for listening and just being awesome yes so that's that's all i got what about you that's all i got too all right well Go forth and play with magical creatures. And yes,
1: we'll have a part two.
0: Yeah, we will have a part two. Let but us there's know. There's so many. There's so many to cover. Yeah, let us know. What, you, what magical creatures do you guys want to learn about? Yeah, let us know. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Marry Meet. Merry part. And, and marry, marry me meet again. again.